Recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a very spooky episode of Zed Games. We've got Zara coming across the internet. I'm like so bad. My name is Hazel. That's Zara. We've got a jam-packed spooky show. Oh, I don't know you two. I'm pretty scared. Excited. (laughs) What have we got lined up for tonight, Hazel? We got some spooky news. Um, (laughs) We got a review from you of a game that I'm not going to spoil. And we're going to talk a little bit about the haunted PS1 demo disc. Technology, very spooky. Yes, a very spooky disc that you put into your PS1. (laughs) Except you can't actually put it into a PS1 because nobody knows how to develop for those anymore. And that is the true horror. It is the true horror. Anyway, we're going to kick it into the news from Caroline. Oh, me? New content for Cult of the Lamb. The Blood Moon Festival, Cult of the Land's first seasonal event, is underway and will go until the 10th of November. For the duration of the festival, a new ritual is available to perform, giving players the opportunity to unlock three new forms to spook up your followers and four new creepy decorations. In the same announcement, Massive Monster announced that they were working on a major content update that will be available to players for free. Disco Elysium writer files lawsuit against Zalm. Earlier this month, it was revealed that Disco Elysium's lead designer and author of the book the game is based on, Robert Kravitz, lead artist Alexander Rostov, and the main writer of the game, Helen Hinspear, had no longer been working at Zalm, was described as an involuntary departure since late 2021. Robert Kravitz has been revealed to have filed a lawsuit against Zalm although at this point the exact details of this lawsuit are unknown. There is speculation that Kovitz is looking to gain control of the rights to the game in order to produce a sequel. Pokemon's gone to the dogs! Just in time for Halloween, Nintendo has revealed yet another new Pokemon from the upcoming Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. It's a hecking spoopy pupper. Gravard has the internet in raptures, despite the fact that the Pokemon company has said that it drains the life from you. Gravard is so affectionate that paying it any attention will make it so happy that it will follow you wherever you go, the Pokemon company tweeted. However, Gravard will slowly and inadvertently absorb the life force of those around it. Amazon is doing the least. Finally, in celebration of Fallout's 25th birthday, Amazon has released a single screenshot of the upcoming live-action Fallout TV show. Very little is known about the show, with no news on when it is supposed to be released, or what can be expected from the story. And now for upcoming game releases. On October 27th, we have Brewmaster for PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. 
Horse Club Adventures 2 Hazelwood Stories for PC, Xbox and Switch, Moonshine Inc. for PC, Papercut Mansion for PC, PlayStation, Xbox and Switch, The Pinball Wizard for PC and Switch, Star Ocean The Divine Force for PC, PlayStation, Xbox and Switch, and Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Martha for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. On October the 28th we have Bayonetta 3 for the Switch, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 for PC, PlayStation and Xbox, Live by the Sword Tactics for Xbox One and Switch, Resident Evil Reverse for PC, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and Resident Evil Village Shadows of Rose DLC for PC, PlayStation and Xbox. Finally, on October 31st, we have The Unliving for PC. And that's all in gaming news. Thank you, past Caroline, Thank for that. Thank you, past me. Cult of the Lamb has a seasonal event going on because it's Halloween and spooky time. It's a pretty spooky game to start with. Yeah. I do love a, a, a cheeky little seasonal event. So until the 10th of November, you can play and activate the ritual of the blood moon and then that lets you unlock some skins for your followers and some spooky event items some spooky skins do you love some spooky skins there's a bird and it has a beak on the side and also a mouth at some point i will be a beak and a mouth like that the true horror (laughs) <laughs> Are they sort of stacked on top of each other, or is the, like the mouth wrapped around the beak, or what's the um, situation here? Okay, it's sort of a weird side view. You can see the mouth on the front, and then the beak on one of the sides of the head. Okay, okay, all right. I'm picturing it. I'm picturing it. I don't like it. <laughs> it's great. <Yeah>, sounds horrible. <laughs> it's I mean, spooky. It is a season for like really just silly and wacky skins. Um, wacky little guys. Like the, uh, who wasn't Winston in Overwatch 2? Winston is the gorilla, is yes. a werewolf. He's a he werewolf. has a werewolf skin. And you can get that skin by watching Twitch streams or something. I didn't really oh. look into it because I don't care. <laughs> Fair <Sorry>. enough. <laughs> Fair well, enough. I did my time in Overwatch. Look, if you're gonna if you're gonna watch uh, Twitch streams for a, an a, an Overwatch Overwatch skin, then I think you can take a little bit of time to Google it and find out about that yourself. Yep. That's a little bit of journalistic investigation for you, listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to highlight something that I saw in the uh, upcoming releases here, which is Horse Club Adventures to Hazelwood Stories for PC, Xbox, and Switch, May. which sounds so delightful. Yes. Um, I, I think... I believe... I want to check it out. I believe the Game Grumps have played the first game of that, and so if anybody's... I think I remember that, and I think it looked pretty good, actually. Yeah. So, you can ride oh. a horse. And also there's weird accents. Yeah. I am comparing oh, this so mentally light. already to Barbie's horse adventure, it's so this bar is quite high. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be more critical now. <laughs> Just Ronnie and I, we're going to play it. We're going to... I... I what, I'm sorry, what did you just say? How can you be critical of this game? It sounds amazing. You know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. No one can. Um, no. There is another horse game in development that I'm very 
very interested in, which I think is called Emerald Valley Ranch, mm-hmm. um, Horse Adventures or something like that. Uh, and it is made by someone who has an entire website where they critique and break down horse games. Oh, Ooh. you just know that's got to be good. Yeah, so they okay. have a lot of opinions News. about what makes a horse game good, and um, they've, they're making their own. Yeah. Oh, that is fascinating. And it's not just like it's not just like one person. Like they got put in charge of the project for a studio. Ooh. Oh. Oh. So there's bank behind it. Yeah. The horse girls are taking over. Oh, nice. Anyway, nice. that's enough about the horse girl games. Is um, it really? <laughs> I think we've. Well, this is a spooky it. episode. We're not here to talk about <laughs> I mean, horses. Ho- horse girls are spooky. Believe there's me, I've been plenty one. of spooky horse- <laughs> horses in video games. I mean, there's um the the messed up one from Skyrim. Oh, horse. that one. The the that, the demon like the, the Dark Brotherhood horse. Yeah. Yes. In one of my playthroughs, I misplaced him and then never found him again. Oh, so good though. So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. My name's Hazel. This is Zed Games, and we are about to hear a review of Uoni from Zara. Do you remember playing hide-and-seek as a child? You'll decide who is it, and as they start to count down, slowly and clearly, it's your chance to run. All the hiders splitting off, desperately trying to find a spot to hide. Under the bed? Too obvious. In the hallway closet? No. You're too big for it now. Quick. Time is running out. Your heart is racing. Eventually you die for the nearest spot and all you hear is silence. You stifle your breathing realizing how noisy it is. The one who is it has finished counting. And the hunt has begun. There is a game infamous in Japan that could be called Hide and Seek Alone, where you allow a spirit to possess a doll and then play hide and seek with them. Did you ever try to summon Bloody Mary? Do you remember that thrill? That fear? Yoni brings together all these things in an atmospheric, terrifying first-person horror game where you play as I, a child, who unfortunately tried to play hide-and-seek alone. And she's definitely not alone. Now you're stuck in a twisted version of your school, dodging demons and shadows, desperately trying to win the game. When I first booted up Yoni, I made it to the opening of the game, reading the events that led to being stuck at school at sunset, a classic case of peer pressure. We all had to play this game. Each of us needed to complete a ritual, initiate this game of hide and seek alone, and then win. Easy, right? Especially if the ritual doesn't even work. But the thrill comes from the possibility of the ritual working. So, I witnessed the start of the ritual, hit the menu button, and decided that hey, it's actually bedtime and I just wanted to make sure it's loaded up properly. Look, I was spooked, but mostly because you only introduced some controls that just made me think, 
Why do I need to know how to do that? Why do I need to hold my breath? Why do I need two buttons to help me hold my breath longer? Why is the game telling me to hide? I did manage to push through, during daylight hours of course. You'll need to use a combination of strategic running, hiding, timing your breathing and mental fortitude to get through this terrifying game. Because the ritual worked, and now there is this ghost of a child latched to me telling me that I need to make my way through the building, find the doll, and burn it. If I make a wrong turn, I die. If I can't find the doll, I die. If one of the shadow abominations gets me, I die. What can a 10 year old possibly do against paranormal creatures? Eventually though, through a combination of holding my breath in game and in real life, hiding at every unexpected sound, sneaking my way around shadow beings and glitches in space, I did find the doll. And I ran away from a monster from the past, throwing that doll into flames and winning the game. Except that there's a lot more going on. Yoni isn't about a one-off game of hide and seek. It is about finding out about who you play as and how reclusive she is, her relationships with her so-called friends, how she navigates the world, how that twisted game starts to bleed into her everyday life, pursuing her with new creatures that torment her, and that child ghost does not want to stop playing. The gameplay is broken up by cutscenes that take on a bit of a storybook approach, with some images to set the scene and horror, with dialogue over it, narrating the scene for you. The art is a twisted, rough suggestion at what is being shown, so it's never graphic, but it is a little horrifying, and by a little I mean a lot. However, this has one of my biggest gripes. It's hard to read the text. My eyesight isn't perfect, but the contrast between the text and the background is rarely sufficient enough to not cause eye strain, and there is a lot of text. The audio is kept quite simple with some cheesy horror violins here and there. The sound design is far from what I would call the best, but all the dialogue is in Japanese, and there is quite a lot of it. Oh, subtitles of course. But the dialogue tells you a lot about the child ghost you're playing with. You learn that things were not good for him once upon a time, and that you almost have a friendship with this tormentor. After all, he is a child too. I picked Yoni because I was expecting a bit of a quick, straightforward scare, and it delivers that beautifully with this gorgeous red atmosphere where nothing is clear, everything is in shadow, and the creatures I saw were also alien and wrong, playing on the edges of the unknown. But it actually has quite the mystery with multiple endings. I don't have the foggiest idea of what the endings are, I am a scaredy cat, but Yoni has a lot of detail to it, establishing you as I. I did spend a lot of time with the game pause, but I did use that time to wonder what would I do? What could I do? A child ghost has latched onto her and her friends have become affected. Why? How can this be stopped? How can she be free? Do you remember the last time you played hide and seek? Yoni is developed by Tricore Incorporated and is available for the Switch, PlayStation, Xbox and Windows. Thank you, 
past Zara again for go past Zara for being <laughs> so brave. So, Literally so the bravest brave. person who had ever lived to play a game about haunted dolls. You Couldn't played be a me. spooky game, but you were so so brave about it. Thank Could you. Not be me. I mean, you two were there when I was just like, it, hmm. It was really funny <laughs> yeah. watching you, like, scroll through the tips screen in the menu at, like, 10 p.m. at night and then just go, I'm going to bed. I mean, yeah. I was glad because the TV was very big and I was very scared by it as well. There is yeah. something about, like, because I booted up on the laptop initially and I forget which one of you was like, oh, let's throw it up on the TV. And then that I was, was like, me. well, <laughs> that was you. And then... You threw it up onto the TV, and now suddenly the horror was much bigger and in my living room as opposed to very small and in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. it's probably a reason <laughs> for that, like, a, the, the scary is bigger, so more scary. <laughs> yeah. I did really enjoy your review, though. Biggest Thank you. It was Thank very you. spooky. Um... <laughs> You're listening to Zed Games. My name's Hazel. I'm in the studio with Caroline and Zara's voice beaming into us from the heavens. And it's a spooky, spooky Halloween episode. So, so spooky. we're going to be talking. What spooks have you got bit. for us now? We're going to be talking a little bit about a community called Haunted PS1. Dun, dun, dun. Haunted PS1 is a community of indie devs who are pretty much all working on some kind of lo-fi, maybe a little goofy, maybe absolutely terrifying horror games. Um, and every year, the community produces a, um, a, little, a little thing called Eek 3, Eek. which is a, a game show. It's a, it's a trailer show. Um, they have a, a spooky skull announcer who uh, tells you all about the games that are on offer this year in the Haunted PS1 demo disc. A downloadable free collection of Haunted PS1 demos. We do like free. Um, they are mm -hmm. for PC. They are not for the PS1. You cannot burn this onto a CD and put it in your PS1. Aww. I'm very sorry about that, but the technology is a bit complicated. Um, Understandable. Now, this year, the theme is Spectral Mole. Oh, a ghost <laughs> mouth? I mean, mole's a No, mole, as in a place where you go to buy clothes. Yeah. Oh! Very strange. Very strange. Okay. Yeah. Very just being at a shopping center, like, after things are closed. Oh, I and yeah. no one's there. Mm. But yeah, you can download it for free from itch.io, hauntedps1.itch.io. Um, there's a whole collection of little demos you can play for free. Um, and they're packaged nicely in this, in this demo disc package, which has its own kind of cool interactive menu screen where you can, like, walk around and choose the game you want to play. Um, Ooh. and fancy this year, there's, there's a few, uh, look, there's, there's a very wide range of games that are in here. There's something called, um, I just want to note that every single vowel in this name that I'm about to pronounce has some kind of accent on it. Uh, it looks to be Swedish possibly. Um, 
but the the name of it is Babus Angiar um, by Zik, uh -huh. and uh, of course, it's it's pixely. It looks a little Minecrafty. Ooh, I, mean, I do like a little Minecrafty. I don't think it's uh, a sandbox like Minecraft, but it it sure looks fun. Um, this miracle bug and the electric limbo, which is a um, sort of one-bit black and white pixel art game um, in 2D. Uh, it's a bit of a card game for those of you who enjoy Ooh. that. Ooh. Um, there's also Blast Cats. Blast Cats. Um, what? Scary? Blast Cats is a weird little brawler 3D action platformer reminiscent of like the PS1 action platformer games that you would play like Crash and Banjo Kazooie and that kind of thing. Um, you play as a little kind of ugly looking pink anthropomorphic cat. Um, How can you say that about a cat? That it's ugly. I mean, have you seen you this cat? This picture? Okay, that's is it ugly? It is very cute. Um, but the outside is a bit kind of, it's like a little bit ugly on purpose, I think. I think. Oh. If that's not the intention, then I'm very sorry to block it. Uh, um. I mean, you're putting blast cats on I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like I'm at a restaurant and I'm being read the specials on the menu. Yeah. Like, this is what we have on offer. Uh, so There's also something all... absolutely horrible looking called They Speak From The Abyss, which I have not tried. Oh, I hate the sound of that. Yeah. Um, there's a big gross monster on the uh, thumbnail for it. I did not try that one um, because there are so many to choose from, it would take you quite a while to play them all. Which is, yeah. you know, maybe you should go out and get it and give it a try. Yeah. But Paul has, uh, has graciously um, played and recorded a, uh, a little discussion of himself talking about one of the games, Dead Letter Department. And I will let him explain that. Here he comes. Hi, I'm oh, pre-recording this segment yesterday, so who knows? I might be dead by now. No! Ooh, how spooky. How's the show going, Hazel? It's going great. This is pre-recorded, so I can't hear you. We're here to talk about this year's Haunted PS1 demo disc. I love Haunted PS1. It's such a cool subculture to emerge from gaming. Like in so many forms of art, what was once seen as limitations is now embraced as style. Anyway, this year's demo disc has some great games on it, but I'm here to talk to you about Dead Letter Department. Now, Hazel, what's the scariest job someone can have? Uh... That's right. Data entry. <laughs> I get chills down my spine just saying it. Ooh. So this demo starts with you crafting a letter from some prefab options about how you got a new job and defining what kind of relationship brought you to this point in life. Then you enter your workplace. Sitting down at a computer, it is your job to process the mail that could not be delivered. Basically, it's a typing tutor mixed with a mild puzzle game. Normally, it's deciphering an address that might have been obscured in some way. Maybe there's another postmark on the envelope that will give it away. At one point, I'm not sure if the answer was in the game, but I googled the postcode and found the info I was after. There's a good variety to the look of these letters and types of damage. Really seems like they were written by a great number of people. Some obvious, some mysterious. 
Occasionally, you'll have to transpose part of a letter. This is often when the game starts layering some of the larger story and creepy themes, and sometimes not. There was a recipe for cooking testicles at one point, I guess. Human testicles? As you process the letters, you'll start getting lots of spooky effects. In many ways, it's similar in presentation to untold stories from a few years ago. You're mostly working with an in-game interface, but the world around you is still present. A few glitches, shadows, speaking noises and such later, you've got yourself a pretty engrossing atmosphere. Typing is a great way to trigger effects and make sure the player is actually processing information. After all, that's why we were told to copy text in school. Also, just on the playability side, you can autocomplete text if you have enough information, much like if you're typing a text into the modern interface. It's a good addition that sometimes helps with puzzles, but also speeds up processing if you're a bit of an average typer like me. The game is bookended with some brief first-person walking scenes that have a great style to them, like a lo-fi, gritty version of Control, almost. I'm very interested to see how this game unfolds as a larger project, as I'm not sure how long data entry will keep me engaged, but for a 30-minute demo, it was very satisfying. Obviously, you can play Dead Letter Department in this year's Haunted PS1 demo disc, but the demo is also available on Steam. Have you played it at all, Hazel? No. Again, this is pre-recorded, so I can't hear you. <laughs> Ooh, I'm a ghost! Well. You know, I have to say, I think that was one of the most productive discussions we've ever had with Paul. That <laughs> <laughs> um, no, was yeah. delightful. That was a ton of fun. Thank you, Paul. He talked I'm applauding. as much and as in uninterrupted as he does in real life. Yes. Um, Blaze on, Paul. Blaze <laughs> on. I'm saluting you. I shall also salute because I'm a sheep. Well, um, that actually really made me want to play that game because data the, entry is fun. It sounds like the investigation, yeah. the looking at the postmarks. Ooh, that yeah. sounds like the, the part of my job that I actually like. Ooh, the little the little investigations where I get to be a, a detective for information, and I get the you know I never secrets. I've never told you to this, but when I was a kid, I really wanted to be a postie. So much. <gasps> On a I just thought mo it'd be motorbike. Me, me. Yeah, I wasn't too fast. I could have the motorbike. I could have like the 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 bike. You know, I just wanted to wear fluoro. <laughs> I mean, you can wear fluoro in your daily life without working as a postie. Well, but like with the kind of confidence and pizzazz, and I think assuredness in yourself as a postie is i oh, don't have that my friend just becoming a postie doesn't automatically grant that to you that what? comes with wow. age and wisdom and experience and Whoa. video games it's pretty it's pretty spooky if you ask me i had recently spawned a new world in single player minecraft huh? Huh? Everything was normal at first as I began chopping down trees and crafting a workbench. I noticed something Sorry, move amongst the oh, dense no. forest. So I have a very so slow computer, so I have to play for tiny render distance. I thought it was a cow, so I pursued it, hoping to grab some hides for armor. It wasn't a cow, though. Looking back at me was another character with the default skin, but his eyes were empty. I saw no name pop up, and I double-checked to make sure I wasn't in multiplayer mode. He didn't stay long. He looked at me and quickly ran into the fog. I pursued out of curiosity, but he was gone. I went to the forums to see if anyone else had found the 
the pseudo player, there were none. I created my own topic, telling of the man, and asking if anyone had a similar experience. The post was deleted within five minutes. I tried again, and was deleted even faster. I received a PM from the username Herobrine, containing one word. Stop. When I went to look at Herobrine's profile, the page 404 Sarah. Some of the people who had encountered the mystery man had looked into the name Herobrine and found that name to be frequently used by a Swedish gamer. After some further information gathering, it was revealed to be the brother of Zara. Oh my, oh my god. Whoa. Where were you? I was... Blocks. There were blocks. You were blocks? There was... Everything was cubes. No, not the cubes, please. Everything was cubes and not like this. Not like this. Skeletons? <laughs> oh no, the skeleton. Zara. I Zara. think tonight's been too scary too. I think we <sighs> might need to wrap it up because I'm starting to, I'm starting to get a little bed. bit worried. It's time for bed. Um, Everyone at home, have some bickies, have some tea. It's okay. Don't worry. Milk. It's time something for us milk. to say goodnight milk. and goodbye and um oh my god, whatever the hell that was. Uh, yeah. Oh, what could have been? That was, oh, that was weird. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. I'm Happy gonna go Halloween. lay down. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify or follow us on social media at ZedGamesAU. See you next time. time.